Hi, I'm Gregory Polding with the Center for Strategic and International Studies. Colin? Yeah, hi, uh, I'm Colin Cole uh, from the S. Rajaratnam School of International Studies in Singapore. Uh, yeah, hi, uh, Greg, thank you so much for inviting me for this discussion. Uh, I have read about your views on the Philippine-US uh, Visiting Forces Agreement, and I thought it is a very good conversation to, to discuss about uh, regarding the U.S. Um, defense and security posture in the uh, Indo-Pacific focusing on Southeast Asia. So, you know, I just really want to ask you uh, and seek your expert opinion regarding, you know, the prospect of the BFA and, you know, the ramifications for Southeast Asia. Great. Thank you. Yeah, it's, it's really, a, um, I guess, a million dollar question in the U.S., Philippines alliance right now, the Visiting Forces Agreement is what facilitates uh, I mean, really everything we think of about the military-to-military -military relationship. We've got a U.S. Navy ship in the Philippines almost every day, hundreds or well over 100 uh, joint exercises, most impressively the Bali Catan every year. Uh, mm -hmm. And we have this credible, one would hope, defense commitment to Philippine Armed Forces, particularly in the South China Sea. Uh, all of it reliant on the idea that the U.S. has a degree of access to Philippine geography uh, from which to operate to do all those things. And Duterte has been threatening that for over a year now. The clock is ticking at the moment. If nothing changes, the, the VFA will go away in August. Duterte started that one-year clock on uh, abrogation. And the most recent report suggests that while U.S. and Philippine negotiators came together and tried to figure out some kind of deal, we don't know what that is, if it's a renegotiation or, or some kind of annex or just an understanding on implementation, whatever it is, that is presumably now done and sitting on Duterte's desk. And uh, Duterte himself and his spokesperson have now said he's still thinking about it. So at the moment, the the whole kind of at least credibility of the alliance, I think, is reliant on how mm. Rodrigo Duterte feels when he wakes up tomorrow morning um, or, mm. or the morning after or something. If he doesn't make a decision soon, then mm. the U.S. is going to have to start pulling out men and materiel, particularly the counterterrorism advisors that are in the southern Philippines, which will mm. create its own momentum and raise worries in the mm. Philippines. Um, if I can turn the question back to you, I mean, the big question for a lot of Americans who don't follow South Asia, don't follow uh, the Philippines, is so what? I mean, why does it why does it matter? And the, we can talk about the South China Sea argument, but one of the the real problems for me is that um, you know the Philippines is America's oldest treaty ally in uh, in the Pacific. If you lose that, uh, then I do think it damages. U.S. credibility. I don't love that word in this context, but mm. it, it, I think it fuels uncertainties that are already uh, well spread mm. in the region about American power and, and American uh, determination vis-a-vis -vis China. Mm. What What do you mm. think, from a Singaporean perspective, uh, diminution of the U.S.-Philippine alliance would mean? Yeah, yeah. Thank you, uh, Greg. 
I, I believe, you know, the whole saga over the VFA had sort of provoked uh, quite a bit of thinking in, in the region, probably for, not for all Southeast Asian countries, but from numerous countries around about the future of U.S. Um, military presence that has, you know, always been seen as underpinning regional peace and security. And, you know, with the VFA issue, it sort of cast, you know, all these whole thing in, in uncertainty. Uh, you know, given what's going on in the South China Sea, Taiwan Strait. But, you know, I, I, I wouldn't be as pessimistic uh, as what some people would be uh, because if, you know, this is going to happen, that, you know, VFA is going to lapse and the US is going to withdraw, my gut feel is that at least some of the Southeast Asian countries might want to think about how to support, you know, or, or to help to sustain a U.S. posture in the region. I think Singapore is very likely already thinking about it because you know the very recent uh, you know phone chat between um, you know Secretary uh, Austin and the Singapore Defense Minister. What one of the mention is you know how Singapore could help to support the posture uh, in the region. So I thought you know this is very likely the reaction that we may expect uh, coming out from Southeast Asia. Yeah. Colin, that's, that's, that's a really great point. So when the uh, basing discussions between the U.S. and the Philippines uh, fell apart, when the Philippine Senate failed to ratify that agreement in uh, 1990, uh, well, early 1990s and the U.S. left in 92, it directly prompted Singapore and the U.S. to sign the strategic partnership to allow U.S. rotational presence in Changi because Singapore saw the value mm. of stepping in to help maintain mm. that U.S. presence. Yes. Would you see something similar being possible, an, an increase in U.S.-Singapore relations to backstop any uh, effect from a diminution of U.S.-Philippine relations? I think Singapore may be thinking about how to enhance it, but on the other hand, I thought, you know, Vietnam might potentially want to emulate um, a little what Singapore might be doing uh, in, the, in, in, in this respect, yeah.